Good Up is our space to talk about those experiences in life we didn't know we all had in common. We're the after work happy hour conversation with your best friend. The place where you bring up the hard parts of life, the ones that made you laugh, and the things that made you who you are. Because who said becoming good up wasn't a little bit uncomfortable? Stay tuned for more information about this week's episode. Hey, beautiful people, and welcome back. Today is our season finale. I know Samaya wasn't ready for it because we didn't tell her we were going on a break, but <laughs> we're going on a break. So you'll just have to bear with it. Everybody needs to take a break from work. Deidre and I need a break from this recording schedule. So we'll be <laughs> back in a couple of weeks. We'll be fine. But before we go on our little hiatus, we have an awesome season finale for you guys. I'm so excited. Um, when I started this podcast, I did a lot of planning. I wrote everything out. You guys know me. I plan things before I tell anybody anything. And I wrote a bunch of episode ideas. I thought about guests. But another thing I did was create this list of people I admired, people in our community, just people I didn't even know who I said, no matter what, I'm going to get them on the podcast. Even if I try and they say, no, it's fine. I was going to try. Our guest today was one of those people. So I know I know. I excited. Um, <laughs> I told myself that I was going to chill with my excitement today and make sure I get through this recording. Um, but yeah, our guest is most widely known as one half of the internationally recognized music duo Rock City. He's a songwriter, producer, native of St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. And many other people who listen to this podcast, of course, have grown up with this person's music, whether it was through their own releases or through some of your favorite artists in pop culture. Literally, you name the song, Rock City probably had something to do with it. Outside of his music, though, our guest is also known for his blunt and transparent nature on social media. I don't get enough jokes from this man Facebook, okay? None of us are strangers to his Facebook live sessions where he shares motivational views on life, relationships, the music industry, culture, and more, which is why I thought he was a perfect fit for this final episode. So beautiful people, I'd like you guys to help me welcome Tehran Thomas. Thank you for being here. Man, thanks for having me, guys. You don't know. Bless, bless, bless. This is Welcome. Cool. That was a good intro, in my opinion. <laughs> right? Listen, we wasn't ready for this one. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I prep. I make sure I was prepped. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now we do it. That's dope. That's dope. So just some ground rules for you, Tehran. This ain't a regular podcast. We don't cost. Yeah. We don't carry on. We're very ghetto. We don't talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> The exact kind of black women that I like to spend my Sundays with. <laughs> I, love it. I yes. love it. No arguments out of me. I love, love it. it. Love it. You're right at home. Yes, right at home. All right. So because this episode is our season finale, and you tend to have an interesting take on almost everything. So I want to run through all of the episodes we've done this season and ask you some questions based on those episodes, but also where your life sort of comes in a little bit. You ready? Let's go. All right. So first question in our first episode this season, um, we talked about being from the Caribbean, moving to the U S sort of merging that culture of like being black from the Caribbean and meeting African-American culture. Um, Rock City is known for being heavily influenced by hip hop and having that sort of influence in your sound. Did you ever face criticism home for having that sound or for having those influences? Oh man, yeah. Um, me and my brother faced criticism for being too American at first. And then um, when we meet our DJs, now tour manager, best friend, Benny, Benny D, he was rapping, but in our accent. And he was like, hey, how come when I rap, I don't rap like how we the talk. I don't rap like I from America. And we were like, I mean, we don't know. We we, we just mimicking what we just see on TV. And basically, um, when we start to rap like we from rock, people were like, yeah, but they were like, that ain't rap. Rap ain't supposed to sound like that. And we were like, yeah, but when we were rapping America and I were like, we were yanking. So <laughs> we really can't please nobody. So you were damned I, if you do or damned if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the very beginning. But then, I mean, 
no lie, I mean, it just it just catch and and it catch really really heavy because you know before we were doing that nobody were, nobody never were even doing that or thinking about that. So you know, mm-hmm. definitely big up to Benny for that gem of of motivation and that thought because we take it and we run with it and um we definitely get criticized for it but me and my brother were used to getting criticized you know what i'm saying because we knew what we were doing especially with our father we had always know we were different all right so next question our second episode this season focused on dating and how sometimes when people date they make lists of things that they want in a partner things you know we always talking about how people have these long, unrealistic lists. But for you, <laughs> what is an item you think everybody should have on their list? First of all, do you believe in lists? Yeah. Do you think, think that everybody should have a list? I think they're dumb. You think <laughs> lists are dumb? I think, okay. I think, I think, I think you should only plan a business or something like that. And, and, I, and I think in a relationship, I think you have to allow yourself to be surprised. Because yeah. sometimes we may sometimes we may have a type, you know, you may like light skinned boys or dark skinned boys or tall boys or short boys or funny boys or gangster boys, vice versa for a man. And then you will find like is the person that you least expect to really like sweep you up is like yo. Yeah. And and in relationships a lot of time, especially with 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 with, with women, I would feel like you don't usually end up with a guy you didn't like at first. You know, that guy that persistent and you was like telling your home girl, I don't even know why I had to talk to this man. He, I don't even really like him that much. And something about him, he just keep being persistent and keep going. And it'll end up be the person that you least expect to be like, yo, I love this man instead of, you know. So I don't think the list is something that I personally would rely on. Um, I would just, I think, Sometimes you just got to let life happen, man. You got to let life happen. Or, or you, you don't know what you're missing if you plan things that I personally feel aren't supposed to be planned. So you ever had a list when you were younger? If, me? Yeah. <laughs> if I had a list? Yeah. When you were younger, before you had this evolved way of thinking. No, I, um, <laughs> you, you want to know so funny about me? I've always been as outspoken as I am. Um, I never approach a girl i never like every girl i end up dating we were kind of like friends in the mix and it just end up happening but i never been like hey sweetheart walking through the mall i think you're so pretty let me get your number and let we talk i always been uncomfortable or even afraid of rejection i always been like "Uh uh-uh you ain't about to tell me you don't like me so i've never really had a if i have a type my type are the girls that like me if you like me, I like you. I'm pretty easy. It ain't like, oh, yeah, you too tall, you too big, you too, nah, you like me, I like you back. I'm going to figure out if it worth it, and then we're going to sleep from it. That's life. I, I don't make things easy and myself and plan it out as much as I can. <laughs> I love it. I feel like yeah. that's simple enough, to be honest. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, you like me? For real? Let me, let me see what you get going on. Okay, I don't wow. like you. <laughs> I don't like you. I so like you, oh, Yeah, go ahead. So what you saying is test the waters first before you say you don't like something. I mean, uh, you know, the whole dating thing, I, I feel like we don't, we don't put too much pressure on dating, you know, like, you know, I remember I was dating a girl in, in, in Atlanta and she was like, yo, we dating, but you can't talk to other girls. So I was like, oh, so you're my girlfriend. And she was like, nah, we ain't there, but I said, wait. Pick one. In my girl, but I can, you know, and I feel like in the process of dating, you're supposed to, if we treat it as friendship and just like, yo, I just try and get to know you and hang with you, like hanging with a group of girls, hanging with guys, and there's no pressure. I feel like we could date more people, talk to more people, and then be like, this girl right here, me and her mesh click. I want to I want to start blocking some girls in my phone for this girl because I, I I just want to deal with she, you know I feel like that. But you know what's crazy? Isn't that what dating is? I feel like dating's not a thing back home. I feel like back home, <laughs> as soon as you like somebody, that's just your partner. But that's yeah. you just describe what dating is. You yeah. checking out different contenders, you know, and narrowing it down. If you go buy a pair of shoes, you ain't gonna buy the first pair you see. Hey, listen, in the Caribbean, because because where we come from so small, I feel like, you know, people feel it's like 
ain't too many people that you gonna date that wasn't dating somebody else. Right. Which is the politically correct way to say, ain't somebody you fucking with, ain't I already fucked somebody else. So when you go out, when you go out and I was like, okay, I meet you, I was like, damn, you pretty, we want to talk. We have no choice but to run into the people that we were fucking prior. And now you got to see the girl that I used to deal with. And I got to see the dude that you used to deal with. So it's like this uncomfortable thing. So the dating thing in the Virgin Islands kind of hard. And I feel like a lot of times people will just be like, hey, we're going to be together and we're going to lock it in because it's, it's, it's this small knit community. And, and you know, Virgin Islands is like, oh man, you want to buy my business and you know, I, I I feel like I don't have nothing to hide, so I don't care about people being in my business. My business is good business. I feel like you only to hide bad business. People, yo, you only hiding bad business. You have a baby on the way, that's a celebration. You get a promotion, that's a celebration. You're in a healthy monogamous or healthy open or healthy polygamy, whatever you in, and you a healthy relationship, that's something to celebrate. You only want hide, but I only want hide my. I don't only put my skeletons in the closet. Damn. Only, me personally, the only thing in my closet is skeletons. The shit that is like, hey, look, I know I like me, right? But certain <laughs> shit I ain't about to leave, you know. Hey, I got a couple of habits that we're not going to talk about on the podcast today. You know, so I just personally feel like date as many people as you like, be friends, um, you know, build actual alliances conversate with people and get to actually know them, you know, before before you lock into something because I kind of feel like after a certain point, if you ain't looking for forever, you should you should just be single. If your goal ain't like, I going to get with a man and the plan is relationship, moving together, marriage, babies, till we dead. Other than that, you shouldn't even want a boyfriend or you shouldn't want a girlfriend. If you was like, I don't know about all of that. Then why? What's the purpose of locking somebody in that you're you don't have long term long term goals? I don't wake up every day and write songs because I don't want to write songs in twenty years. But I don't do that. So I don't want to wake up next to somebody that is like I don't even know if I want to be with them forever. If 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 your goals in forever, I think you should just be single. My personal opinion. I see why he did on the podcast now, right? I okay, know. I I mean I feel like I get drugged a little bit, but Alyssa. <laughs> <laughs> however, no. come, however, come, no, I wasn't no, out here no. looking for no man, so I wasn't out here trying no. to lock nobody down that I wasn't trying to commit to. So I'm okay, you know. I'm exactly. content in my singleness, you know. That's what I don't know. When I find my husband, I'm gonna tell him you're my husband. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I tell, hey, that's some real shit. I with it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> All right. So next question. I hear his opinions on the list. So the next question moves over to friendships. We had an episode where we talked about friendships, friendship breakups, how sometimes your friends don't, you know, they they they're there for a, a season and not for the rest of your life. Um, so my question to you is: Have you ever lost a friend as a result of your growth in life or your growth in your career? And what was that like? Of course. I mean, at the time, at the time I was younger, so it had felt like betrayal. But as I grew, I understood that we just both grew apart. It wasn't disrespect from their part or disrespect of mine. We just became different people wanting different things and getting into different things. Like, yo, if you use the party friend and one of your friends get married with kids, they can't go to the club with you. And I don't mean they don't love you, they don't like you. You guys start to you might need to find different friends to hang with and you may, you know, to do that. So I, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind like losing friends. I know some people might feel like a bit, a bit messed up by that, but I feel like true friendship don't, let me say this. I don't mind losing people because if I lose you, we wasn't really friends. We just, we both needed each other for a season. I needed to learn some from you. You needed to learn some from me, but true friendship Yo, we're going to rock together forever. Like I say, I have friends from seventh grade that we still rocking. And it's some people I need to just, we just ain't that close no more. And ain't no beef. Same, definitely agree. Um, so my next question is, we've talked about 
problematic things on the podcast. And I think that was one of the episodes that we got the most, I guess, feedback from. Or people was like, I don't think this is problematic. And everybody wants to cancel everything. Um, so, you know, we talked about a lot, just shows, people that we used to love when we were younger and then we got older and kind of realized, like, wait, this person or this show really ain't as good as I thought it was or ain't as, you know, healthy for me as I thought it was. And for more context, they would perpetuate really problematic shit like rape culture or like yeah. friggin' homophobia and like things of that nature. And it's like, damn, this is the kind of examples we had in the media. Uh, and uh, yo, it's, it's so funny. All those problematic things, um, do I believe they should be canceled? I believe that if you're going to cancel them, it's so many things you should be canceled. Like if you're going to cancel all those things, we're going to end up canceling all of America because we got to think on, on um, no disrespect on white people that live in good lives based on slavery and based on holding back black people. And they and there's, there's generational wealth passed down from things that is really negative and really messed up. You know what I'm saying? So I would look at it as like, the cancel culture word for me, because I think sometimes we do cancel too fast. I feel like it should be more. I feel like this. I feel like I should educate you. You do something dumb. Like I used to tell people, yo, I'm from the Virgin Islands. I grew up with boom, bye, bye in a batty boy head. That's, that's a terrible lyric, by the way. Let's just admit. And every kid is like, oh my God, this song's so amazing. But then, yo, I grow, I travel, I have gay friends, straight friends, friends from all weeks of life. And I was like, yo, when I was 12, that was so dumb. But thank God that I wasn't canceled. I was educated and I was able to change and become what I would feel is a better person. Sometimes canceling, all you're doing is pushing somebody in the corner, not really understanding their point. And then it's like, Yo, you didn't even know. You may have you you may have been able to gain this person as an ally, but now they're definitely an enemy because you just chop off the head. You know what I'm saying? So I would rather try educate first. If I try educate you and say, yo, you said something about Caribbean people, and I think that was an ignorant statement, and let me explain why. And you was like, I don't give a fuck about Caribbean people. No, cancel your mother, your father. Yeah, because I try to educate you and you want to be ignorant. And I feel like that's what I would do. I can't speak for the whole world, you know? Me. So what's what's one thing in the music industry, at least in, in your career, that you thought, like us when we were younger, we thought certain things was okay, or you thought something was going to be one way, and then, you know, through real life experience, you realized that it was the opposite of something negative, or just not what you thought it was going to be? Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as the music business, I didn't think it was a... When I was a kid, I didn't think it was so much of a job. You know what I mean? I thought you gain, and you know... It's like girls and boats and houses and cars and parties and studio time and shooting music videos and then getting into it and being like, yo, bro, this is more, you know, I would do more work than I would do hanging out, you know? I don't actually, I, there's people who would be in the club more than me and I would be in the studio trying to figure out how to make the music for them to party to. You know what I mean? So it's like, that definitely for me was an eye-opener because I really thought coming from St. Thomas and being here that when I got in the game, it was about to be like a full-life party. And then it was like, oh my God, this is a real responsibility. This is a real business. And I am responsible responsible for other human beings. Meaning if I say I don't want to write songs for a year and I'm going to be like, yo, I don't need my staff for this year. I stopping like six or seven people from paying their rent and taking care of their kids. And that's so that's so serious. So I wasn't prepared for that, my initial foot in the door. But now with time and experience, now it's like, okay, cool. We we ready for what? I think a lot of people don't don't understand that, especially when it comes to VA people who don't find any level of success. I think everybody expects it to just be all oh, this person making money. Okay, they're well known. Yeah. You live in the life, like everything's yeah, good at your end. You ain't doing yeah. no work. Um, I, I've seen, you know, a number of posts like that, especially as it relates to Rock City. And I've seen you respond from time to time and be like, look, I don't, we have this success because we work for it. 
we don't owe you. Like, you know, you've had those types of conversations. So has that sort of atmosphere changed on social media or do you find people still like every now and again? Every now and again, and, and then the funny part because none of our um none of the things that I've ever done for people from the Virgin Islands have been public things, you know, like I feel like me me hiring Virgin Islanders and making it my business to give people jobs in the music business and put them in position to win. You know, that ain't something that idols broadcast or or people moving from the States and needing to stay at a need, having a place to stay. Cause it's like, yo, if I if I stay in St. Thomas, my boy, I gonna gain the streets, I gonna dead, or I ain't gonna make it and life gonna be hard. I'd be like, cool, come here, stay here, rent free, stay here for six months, stay here for a year. Don't worry, get yourself together and then cool. And and I, I not just me, me, my brother Benny, we do do these things all the time. And because by the way, I mean some of these people I don't know from a kind of paint. I mean, literally, this is you from the Virgin Islands and you trying to sing? Awesome. <laughs> this is great. So, what you're saying is you have let strangers from the Virgin Islands live under your roof. Not under my roof. I have oh. I, I have a <laughs> no, I have a multiple. No, no, no. I have a couple houses. So it's like, you know, for me, oh, that's it's like, dope. Oh, that's very you know, and and Guess what? And and not to put my boy business in the street, but my boy Benny for sure has let perfect strangers live in his house. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, oh, that man, okay, that man from home. I don't be home that much. I traveling. All right, let a man stay, t- you know, just do this, do that, don't do this. And it's not just that, it's a numerous amount of things. So it'll get a bit annoying because I know it coming from a place of malice. It coming from a place of, I didn't personally help you and your friend. So I is a bad person because if I was, because if I did what I do for others, for you, you would be like, man, my boy, these man is good people, but nobody around you or close to you has ever reaped the benefits of my success. So for you, I have never done anything for you. And in your mind, the whole entire Virgin Islands. So I know have be- I know have became a bad person. And it is a bit unfair, but it comes with the territory at this point in my life. It, you know, it don't bother me as much as it used to because it used to hurt my feelings. Like, damn, that's how you feel about me. But now it's kind of like, eh, I've been doing this long. I I used to, I used to, I wanted to maybe five hecklers a year that just can't wait to tell me I wish I get slap off in high school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I want to know. Do you feel like you're scared? <laughs> right yo people will be disgruntled okay do you feel like over the years your skin has gotten like thicker like in the beginning were you more sensitive to the criticism or were you just always like man fuck these people Uh, no i hear every negative thing you could hear you know what i mean it's like yo when we pull locked away we were too old we're like oh my god i too old nobody gonna give i a deal i should just be songwriters we had a number one in 29 countries Everybody say our our song our songs was wasn't good. They don't understand why people like them. I talking about like in the music business, in the room, like yo, I about to go in with Rihanna tomorrow, and it's like I don't understand why people keep paying high. You are you ain't that good, you know? Yo, First of all, y'all have writing credits for the Queen of Everything, <laughs> so everybody, cause. I'm not going to say it. I'm trying to be a lady these days. Everybody but what I really want to say is they can suck. Hello. Suck the mother. I know. <laughs> but I, Listen, man. Yo, you have to have thick skin. You know, in the music business, them man. Yo, me and my brother would do performances on TV and them, and my brother's a lighter brother, so they would put a camera on him and not me. And that's, and I'd be like, yo, it ain't even his voice. It's my voice. I hear rapping and this, why he on camera? Like, wait, why? And me and my brother to laugh about it and say that, but we definitely have experienced our fair share and still our fair share of struggles. As successful as we is, there's obviously we not, you know, you don't stop being goal oriented. And once you hit one goal, you move on to another. So now we are to new goals and things that we're trying to achieve. And we still have naysayers. No matter, it's like, yo, my boy, but I just, I just do that. I just do that like three months ago. Nah. I don't know. You got to show me. And I'm like, okay. So that's just the business. And um, at this point in my career, my life, I, 
I too happy for certain things to bother me. Yeah, I think I think me and DJ kind of in the early stages of that, where oh sometimes I'll get a message and somebody will just literally never talk to you before, and the message will be put me on your podcast, and I'll be like, wait, what are you and talking about? <laughs> I'm a recovering people pleaser. So for me, I'm like, I always feel bad, like telling people no and like questioning like things like that. So it's like, I'm going to leave that one to her eyes because I don't know how to ask somebody their credentials. (laughs) But that's the thing. I don't got to be the bad guy. But what I've learned to do is you want to be on the podcast. Cool. Email me. And it's it's funny enough because when me and Taran had the initial conversation about him coming on the podcast, his response was talk to my assistant, get a schedule. And we followed up. So I don't do the same thing with people. Hey, I want to be on your podcast. Cool. Email me. Let me know what you want to talk about. Nine times out of 10, they email they me email. shit. They ain't sending so nothing. No, just so I know. I don't tell people to hit my assistant and people are so offended. And then oh, I, why? Let me explain. Because I don't, I don't tell people to hit my assistant because they can't talk to me. I am a space cadet. I need people to understand that I have a bad memory and I will, t- today when she hit me on Facebook and say, hey, so you up for the podcast? I was like, what podcast? And then she was like, I talked to your assistant. I call AJ. AJ, what fucking podcast I have today? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, bro, you told me this day and I said, I say, oh shit. But this is the reason why. Exactly. This, guess what? His job and what he is paid for is to remind me. So when I when things like this come up, I don't disrespect somebody's time, and I don't double and triple book because just so you know, I'll be like, yeah, I'll do your podcast. Oh, sure, I'll interview. Oh, yeah, I'll come by and drop the kids after your party. You guys want wait? You guys want to play spades? Hell yeah! And then AJ is like, dude, you can't do all of that five o'clock. You got to. Oh, you know what? Hey guys, you could hit my assistant and just leave him know, and he could say Tiran have six, he have five, he have three, you know. So just so I could respect your time and what it is you require of me, so we could get it done. That's all. I don't mean no disrespect. But yeah, and, and that's we didn't thing. take it yeah. away because we have an understanding of how the real world works. Okay, <laughs> exactly. We understand that people are busy, and so I mean, you have a different level of busy, so we fully yeah. understood. Yeah. We didn't take it no kind of way. Thank we, you. We we kind of expected a response. Yeah, honestly, that that's that's oh. why I was expecting because I was like, okay, this man obviously have a schedule. I have a schedule. Me and DJ to record on a specific schedule because exactly. we we have things to do. So, I mean, but that's my whole thing. Like, I feel like, especially when it comes to back home, people expect that level of like kinship, like, oh, we from the same place. So I expect you to tell me, yeah, every time I ask you for something. And if you don't tell me yet, it means that you think that you're too big for the Virgin Islands. And it's like, no, the Virgin Islands still need to operate professionally the same way anybody anywhere else would. I don't know what's so funny though. Sometimes you're too big. You know what people people so afraid. You know what people so uncomfortable to tell another nigga the truth. It's like, yo, my boy, you are not on the level to speak to Beyonce. Not today. Maybe next month. Maybe next year. But Beyonce ain't gonna return your fucking call today. Guess what? You Tiran might not return your call today. Um, Benny might not. Yo, you guys may not. Listen, people that really want something to keep going until they get the attention of the people they're trying to seek. Exactly. At one point, I used to stay in front of, listen, I used to be in the studio and I was the center boy. Hey, yo, go tell that nigga to go get the drinks. I just wanted, they didn't even know I used to sing. I just wanted them to remember my face because I had no, at some point, I going to be in the room and I going to be just as important as you guys. I didn't. There was no ego. I didn't. My boy, you need me to wash your car? I personally feel, I'd have people say, yo, I want to work with you. I want to do this. I'd be like, dude, you want to intern. You want to work with somebody. You want to be with somebody. Bring some to the table. You was like, yo, yo, yo. If I, if somebody say, yo, I do in a podcast. I want to try to do that, man. Mean really no. Yo, you need any help? You think I could do anything? I could intern. I could go get boxes, posters. I could send out emails. I just want to be done. I just want to educate. I respect what you're doing. If you come into the table with work, you know how much things I do for free before I make two cents. I worked for free for like five years before I was making enough money to be broke. 
I wasn't, I was, I was sleeping on a train before. I make enough money to be broke enough to sleep on a floor. We went from the train and then I could have sleep on a couch in a studio. So I just feel like if you ain't willing to point that kind of dedication and sacrifice for something that you say is your dream, not mine, I don't want it for you. You want it. How dare you ever say, yo, you, you think you're too big? Yeah, nigga, I think I'm too big. i sorry. I moved you, you know what? I kind of sacrifice. You deserve to acknowledge how, how much. It's no different than somebody who went through tons and tons of years of getting an education. People who just got a doctorate degree don't hesitate to let you know, I am doctor such and such. And I'd be the first person to be like, oh, you completed that program? Hello, doctor such. Because I know you put in the work. Like, yep. put in Same the work. Same with me. If, if, for example, I used to do graphic de- design before. I still walk in PR. I still do a lot of stuff. But before I had my master's degree, I was more willing to do certain work for free or for a lower price. After I get an experience, after I get my master's, people, the same people who I used to work for for free would come to me and say, I need this, this, and that. And I would say, cool, I'm going to send you an invoice. And Period. the way they will get hot up over me sending them an invoice, oh right? God. And I was like, no, I pay for school, you know? Like, I had to you pay for You invested in your education. You invested in exactly. this business. Like, no, you, you need to exactly. make your money back. And it's the same thing for everybody else. If you work for it, you, you dissolve the accolades. You dissolve to get paid mm-hmm. for it. You dissolve the respect that comes with working with those people. So my next question for you is of all the the celebrities that you've been able to meet, the artists you've been able to work with, who has been the one that, like, you walk in the room, I was like, oh, my God, I'm about to work with this person. Like, if it were me, it would have been everybody. Like, nobody. The only person I ever really wanted to meet with, like, extreme excitement was Jay-Z. And I went to Coachella to see Beyonce live. And um, he was backstage and a good friend. And... It, it, you know, it was such a funny story because I was like, yo, I want to meet Jay-Z and everybody keep introducing me to Tyler Perry. Everybody. They were like, yo, Tyler Perry, this is my boy. And Tyler Perry, the tall time they introduced me to him, he was like, you must be really special because everybody wants me to meet you too. I was like, I guess so. And, and Tyler Perry, by the way, is probably one of the nicest people because, you know, he give up. He give, you know. He gave us a ride back on a jet. He was polite. We talked with him. He was like over accommodating, and he and he was super cool. But I ain't gonna lie. I didn't give a fuck about Mister Tyler Perry. I, and that, I I hope he don't get offended if he hear this. I because I love Tyler Perry, but I just was like, if somebody could just take me to Jay Z, my night will be made. I Jay Z right over there, and my boy's like, yo, you never met Jay? No. So stop introducing me. Tyler Perry <laughs> and I finally meet Jay and um all I wanted to tell the man was hey my boy is a fan and I from St. Thomas he was like yo that's my old stomping ground that's dope life was made I didn't need nothing else I didn't need nothing else I didn't need nothing else from the man other than that um I don't know man I don't know um I feel like everybody in the music business I I look, um, I respect my talent and myself as well. So ain't really nobody that I ever meet that I feel were like bigger than me or better than me or intimidating to me. I had to feel like I supposed to be in the room with Miley Cyrus. I supposed to be here with Rihanna. You know, we all start around the same time building. So she, Rihanna worked hard. I worked hard. Miley worked hard. Um, Usher worked hard. Why they just like me? You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so only Jay-Z. Yeah, it definitely would have been. If Rihanna walk in a room, we start at the same time. So I could just be like, oh, Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, <Hello."> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I respect it. I love it. But it's like all of them to me, I look at more as pairs than celebrities, you know? Definitely makes sense. So next part of this episode, and this is going to be how we close out the episode. Ahead of this recording, we talked to our audience and we asked them to come up with some different scenarios for us. Of course, they have no idea ahead of this recording that you're going to be our guest for the finale. We decided to keep that. We asked them to come up with all these scenarios just as VI people to choose from. So we're going to play a game of this or that. You're going to have to choose one or the other. Okay. Can't choose none. Can't choose a a different answer. Okay. So 
you are you ready? DJ, you might want to um throw in your answers for this one too. I was reading it and cracking up. I was like, why do these people come up with all of this? Anyway. So first one, would you rather get cured by a super fine person publicly or get cured by a basic person privately? <laughs> I would say basic privately. Basic privately? Yeah. I mean, basic privately don't matter. Nobody don't know. Makes sense. I don't, I don't care how good you look. If you just carry me publicly, you know, you basically telling me I'm a punk. So, if yeah, you basically saying, big man, you don't do nothing and I don't care. But if you're doing it in secret, as messed up as it is, I think you have a little bit of respect for me. You don't want to hurt my feelings to the world. <laughs> so, who about you, DJ? I would be damned if somebody basically carried me. I would oh. rather a fine motherfucker carry me in public because then I'm going to turn around and fuck his best friend. I uh, post pictures with his best friend. Like, if you gonna kill me, I got something for you. I know that's toxic. That's Deidre when she was 21, 22. Hey, okay, 29-year-old hey. Deidre and messing with people who are killed she. So, oh, hey, hey, live your life, live your life. Live your when life. I was involved with people that would have killed me, I would have rather that. Hey, I, I took it by Ellen private. Yeah. <laughs> Give my L in private, my son. And then you gonna come and ask me later what happened to so and so I thought I was dating. <laughs> I take in my L's in private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I used to be very vengeful, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I ain't gonna because then we're gonna do cry in private and do all the crying. No. Yeah. Because yeah. then I still don't have to feel those feelings. Listen, yeah. Nah. And yeah, then you get to live with it. the satisfaction that you broke my heart? No. Yeah, but that's between I'm the two. Back that ass. But that's no. just between the two are you though. Yeah, carried me in private. It's between me, you, and the person you carried me with. No, y'all ain't, you ain't gonna embarrass me with no basic bitch. Because if you if you carried me, you probably carried me with somebody basic. Because you basic, I ain't want no basic dude carrying me in private. Because <laughs> then he gonna have the satisfaction of knowing he carried me. In private. Oh man, oh man. I feel like you think about this a lot. Yeah, I I going with door number two, my son. I hey, private L's. <laughs> All right, this is a, a true VI question: pate or chicken on Johnny Cake? <laughs> Did you said that's a hard decision. <laughs> <Pate>. Shit. <laughs> um, it depends. Did I make it or did someone else make it? Because if I get in front of like village or something, I gonna gotta go with pate. pate. I think I would go with pate too. <laughs> Yeah. Because think about it. If you gain pate, you gain some element of the Johnny cake regardless. Right, exactly. Pate. So and then and not everybody could ma- do chicken and it's Johnny l- cake. Not everybody could do chicken and Johnny cake. And then it's less to maneuver. It's less things to pick up and eat, you know? Like I I, I kinda yeah. I, I like to work smart, not not hard. <laughs> this next one going I, I wanna see if we're gonna split the, the host on this one. Bro soda or islanderies? Bro soda. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> I I don't know. I you know what? Bro soda. Lime Ricky, my son. What yeah, that's what Lime Ricky's because you <laughs> Bro, bro, and, and yeah. bro to come back immediately. Yeah, bro yeah. soda, man. I, 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 I would say bro, too. Because Island Dairies, like, it was great. Was, don't get me wrong. But yeah, I could but, get passion fruit, f- passion fruit juice in other places. I, I could get ice cream in other places. Bro, yeah, no bro, bro soda is nowhere. Yeah, you can't get bro soda in no place. And if we're being real honest, Island, uh, Welch's passion fruit is better than Island I don't know about all of that, but all I'm going to say is bro. I feel like <laughs> Island Dairies passion fruit was very artificial. I mean, it was good. Let's be clear. I loved it, but you know, like, oh. it's just a, a syrupy for me. <laughs> if I listen to this podcast, just notice Deidre say it and not me. Okay? At me, y'all can at me. I have a thick skin. We could talk about it. Let's go. <laughs> me, me slandering Islanders, but I would pick bro. I'm not slandering them. I'm not saying it's not good juice. I'm just saying it's not like this the best option. Bro, soda though. You know, yeah. you Nobody can recreate that yet. Yeah. Thanks for coming back. All right. Next question. Would you rather date somebody you love more or date somebody who love you more? Um, if you had to choose. Possibly I would like the levels to be as close as possible. I mean, I don't love hard. So, I mean, I don't know. I would guess date somebody who love me more because if, you know, I mean, if, if I love you, that's like, I don't know. If I have to choose, I don't care. I let, listen, choose anyone. Anyone I win to me. I don't think that's a losing question in my opinion. 
DJ face. <laughs> what about you? I'd rather be single. Listen, I've dated people who love me more. That shit was exhausting. I had to do too much reassuring. That was not for me. That whole loving somebody more than me thing, that shit is exhausting as well. I'd rather be single. I, I mean, I, I get what both are you saying, though, because... For Tehran, it's like you win either way because you know you who you are as a person. You love hard either way. I only choose because you tell me I have to choose. <laughs> so if I had the choice, I would not choose any. <laughs> right? That shit is, uh-uh, nobody deserves that. <laughs> she just cheated for the whole world to see the Sorry, okay, 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 okay. Fine, fine, let me be fair. You're right. I can only right. pick one. Damn, yeah. hold okay, my ass so, to the fire. So, so, <laughs> I pick in number two. Love me more. I go with number two for this. You one. know what? You're right. I'd rather somebody love me. I'll be damned if I love somebody more than they love me. Cut that shit will be exhausting. Like, yeah. Give it all your energy and the person just like, yeah, mama. We good. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, listen, I'm too sensitive for that. Like, I will go on a wrong page. Like, yeah. You could love me more. Because, you know, I do love hard. So even my loving, like, basic seems hard to some others. Like, I've had people who I wasn't that interested in who thought that I was like thinking the world of them. And I was like, sure. <laughs> you know, so yeah. That's probably because people, people don't, I don't think people really understand what it means to be loved by somebody. They have yeah. a very like, skewed yeah, of it, especially yeah. based on what it does see online. And I don't. Sometimes it's rooted in obviously like past traumas and abuse and things of that nature. Yeah. That's, you know, a different episode. That's for why a different everybody thing. needs to go therapy. Hello. You know, we stand therapy over here. <laughs> I think everybody needs a therapist. If, and mm-hmm. if, if you could afford it, I, I, I don't, let me just say, if you could afford yeah. it, yo, everybody needs to go talk to somebody. I promise you is a, is, is a nine year old story in every human being that is like, yeah. yeah. So therapy number one. Yeah, for sure. All right, next question. This one had me cracking up because I don't know what this person was thinking. Would you rather look 10 years older from the neck up or the neck down? So meaning, would you rather your body age faster or your face age faster? And it's like disproportionate, I guess. My face. Your face? My face. Me care what nobody say. Yeah, same. You know, I hope my Charlie walk in when I's 85. <laughs> you, know, you know what? But he right. First of all, let's be clear. Black don't crack. So even if we look 10 years older in a face, we're going to still look young. Okay? And if you're a woman and you, or even a man who don't wear makeup and you like to wear makeup and you good at the shit, you could just beat your face and look the age you need to look. But his body, I rather my body look, you know, I rather my face look 10 years older. Okay. I could navigate that. Hey, I don't, it, listen, I don't want to fucking older body you crazy <laughs> <laughs> listen i and then too i've seen older people for example jada pinkett smith mara she's like in her 60s this woman get abs she gets better than me okay <laughs> like, in the face she look a little older but body banging so yeah well, she I, I still look kind of young for her age though yeah she, no she does she like does. she looks she's just like the walking fountain of you though you <laughs> out here like between she and angela bassett i feel like i'm doing life wrong yo both of them <laughs> what that's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Next question. Would you rather have three kids and no money or no kids and be a billionaire? I feel like I know both of your answer on this one. <laughs> three, three kids and no money. Why would I? First of all, ew. Like, three to, 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 to speak for the people with no children, I would have picked the no children and billionaire thing. Oh, first of all, I have a child and I pick in no children and, and a billion dollars. Okay. Wait, why? <laughs> I love Dylan bad. I love him bad. Let's be clear. He is the bomb. But imagine having Tria he and not being able to afford him. The amount of guilt I would be like burdened with. But what, what, if, what if you already have Dylan? You already have him. And they ha- they're telling you, you have to somehow get rid of your child. No kids billionaire. That would be, I mean, that would be some weird shit, but me asking no, the question. This hypothetical has to be prior to Turin. That It can be fair to us. Come on. That's not fair. Listen, I don't, I don't... This is why I will say. This is why I say. I think my kids is my greatest accomplishment. My parents didn't have nothing, and I come out of it, so I don't feel like having money. It's really... And it's really fucked up for me to say that because I have a lot of money, so every time I talk about not having money, I sound stupid to me, but I was... I was... I've been broke longer than I've been rich. That's a fact. So I would say... 
my kids is my greatest accomplishment. So if if you tell me is my if I could go back in time, Tiran, have no kids and be a billionaire, or have your kids but you ain't gonna have no money, I'd be like, yo man, I could I could raise billionaires. With my knowledge, I gonna you know my kids probably gonna be billionaires regardless. Yeah, honestly, yeah. so for me it's like I could raise billionaires, and if I if I's a good father, I won't be what well, if I raise billionaires, I gonna probably be like 55, 58 when there's billionaires. I could I could retire then. I could leave my children take care of me with the billionaires that I raised them to me. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> nah, I love my child so bad. But you know, the next thing is I only have the one child to bank on. What if I end up choosing the next two and them fuckers evil and I can't stand it? Like, what if them children like really want to kill my ass or some shit? I, you know, I only have one child to go based on. You know, what if I'm what, like, you know what? But what if you become a billionaire and every man want to kill you regardless? Well, you know. Surely I could hire the right hitman to take care of that with my billions, okay? <laughs> like, <Hey>. I'm so- <laughs> I ain't get no kids yet. Mean meet mine. I'd love to have one someday. But if they offer me that billion now and I tell mean- you have no turn for the rest of your life, not a problem. <laughs> Each his own. I ain't mad. I ain't mad at it. Love the love so much. He is my greatest accomplishment. But there's a reason why I have not more children. He is my <laughs> like I am one and done in these streets. Okay, like so I must make two more and be broke. No. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right. Next question is: Would you rather miss summer at home or miss carnival? So I think for it gonna be a little different because in Saint Thomas carnival close to the summer regardless for us summer and carnival is two completely yeah, different seasons yeah somebody from St. Croix probably asked that yeah. question so what the um, question again would you rather miss going home for the summer or going home for carnival you want to know so funny I don't really go home so I, I haven't been home in a long time yeah, I'm going I, home in a couple weeks yeah yeah I, I hate you don't remind me <laughs> like, I'm going home I swim suit I, came in the most of my family live away you know my mother my father every everybody that I love you know, and, and, and I don't tell everybody, I know everybody's like virgin. Home is where the heart is. I'd be like, my home is where my wife and my children is personally to me. And I love the Virgin Islands and I love to go back. And I still have Virgin Islander every room, but um, home for, I go home anytime. I mean, I'll, I'll go home in the fall. I go home for Thanksgiving. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'll pick, I'll pick summer because it ain't as busy as carnival. Personally, I think I would pick carnival. Like, I feel like summer is is great and you get more time to just do you and, you know, you don't have these bunch of events to go to. But, like, carnival, I don't know. People will be on, like, a whole other level back home for carnival. I don't know about St. Thomas, but St. Croix? Yeah, I know. I just feel like carnival is, like, a whole holiday. (laughs) (laughs) No. Carnival is, like, freak Nick for Caribbean people. I I don't care. I feel like carnival is, like, yo, come on, man. You, you know what though? I haven't the last time I went no, home for carnival, like, I didn't I wasn't with my fiance yet. So you might have a point. Yo, let me just throw this out. I just want to throw this out it. Carnival, alcohol, calypso, walking up. Yo, you you ain't plan on leaving the carnival without a without getting your back break or yeah, whatever. yeah, you know. So 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 I personally feel like you know, I like summertime is like relax you on the beach jet skis i might go ride horses go snorkeling you know rent a villa in the hills look at a view get a chef really relax and enjoy the island and just be like wow man this is beautiful i was raised and i will grow up here carnival is like yo i want to slam you so bad in high school (laughs) and you here by yourself i going to shoot my shot that's right. I just say this man ain't tell a single lie yet, though. That's I'm so mad because I'm like, yo. I me. just feel so. So that's why me pick carnival because you know you have a whole wife. So, that's what I say. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I am a very analytical person, and the reason why I would choose to go home for carnival is because where I live, it's winter during our kind. I'm speaking for Saint Croix Festival. It's winter. If I would rather go home for carnival and still I have guess. the summertime experience yes. because I could still go jet skiing, I could still sit up in the mountains and do my yoga on the beach right. and all that shit at 5 a.m. during carnival. In the summertime, 
I could have a good time right up here. And plus, summertime in New York, day parties and shit. What? Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So that's a year-round turn-up. You know? <laughs> Based on uh, you carnival as a as a cruisian, I would have yeah. the carnival because I gain away from the cold to be in the heat. Yeah. But me living in Atlanta and St. Thomas Carnival being in April, yeah. I'll, just, I'll just wait for the summer. I get that. I get that. Like, it feels like a win-win going, like, and plus, you know, carnival time is late, you know? You get to reconnect with everybody, energy and shit. I haven't it been home for carnival. Oh, holiday. You keep trying... Oh, it's lit. You know, you get to reconnect. <laughs> you know, you get to reconnect. Family reunion. <laughs> Christmas parties. Ah, you the boat parade. The boat parade. <laughs> Can't fucking fool me. Hey, old flames. What's popping, y'all? Hey, say, Man going shopping. The funny part, if you home for a whole week, you gonna look better than you look the whole entire year. Every day for seven days straight, your face beat, your your fucking outfit lit. You might you you just yo as a dude, I you fresh for no reason. My boy, you grow up on this island and you got you got a whole fucking matching swimsuit. Why you? I get a you get a Fendi swim trunks with a slippers to match. <laughs> Extras, you will come home and not do the fucking most though. Like, who gonna really go? Who gonna really leave home and come back and not be doing the most when they come back? Want all the people that you grew up with and know, hey, nigga, look at me. All all the man them that make fuck, you want to say, nigga, look what you're missing out on. All the girl them that make fuck, man is like, bitch, you should have let me be your boyfriend. That's what people doing. What's the problem? <laughs> y'all have y'all have spouses in these streets, okay? Mm. You have a fiance here, like, you have a whole wife, sir. Okay. Yeah. So I, however, I, I still try and teach this man, like when, whenever we go home for that carnival trip and I come down parade, whatever you see, we ain't talking about it afterwards. Damn. We, don't, we ain't discussing he it. We just... he oh, wait, he American or he, he, American? he American? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And that's another thing with the cultural differences, my boy. Me, you know, me, you know how you really pull that out because, my, you know, my wife cool as fuck. Like, I mean, like, cool as fuck. Well, she know me. So if I jam in a girl in carnival, she's going to be like, nope, you like this bitch. I'm going to whoop you and her. I, cap, I, don't, I don't like people dancing on me. You can't fucking dance on me. No place. I don't care. You can't dance on me. So she's like, why this bitch so special to grind on you? You, I thought you don't like hoes grinding on you. I so. probably would get in trouble for the same reason. Yeah, <laughs> He'd be like, hey, you don't fucking like people. So all of a sudden you jamming all up on my All of a sudden. Yeah. The strangers could just walk up on you and bend you over. Uh, yeah, this all of a sudden you, this man could dry hump you. I can't. Yeah. No. Yeah. Negative, sister. Yo, Caribbean. You know, hearing this conversation is making it make sense for me because so many Americans are being traumatized by their Caribbean exes. And this is why. Because <laughs> we don't be wailing. Just we don't be doing no more. <laughs> we don't be wailing. Yeah, it's our culture. So what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> Next Take question. Would you rather be famous in the U.S. only and have nobody in the Virgin Islands know who you are or be famous in the Virgin Islands only and have nobody in the U.S. know who you are? Damn. Oh, man. Um, Man. Okay. That's a hard one, man. And let me tell you something. I saw Virgin Islands. I would say Virgin Islands because but I feel like me being honest, like I would probably... Damn, man. Okay, you stumped me. I, I would choose America only because of, of the... At the end of the day, I want the music to get to the most people. You make music to get to as many people as possible. And honestly, you want to make money and you want to take care of your family. So I guess I would say America. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie. That would that would burn me though. Yeah, I think I would pick St. Thomas Kai. Even if I had money, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I would feel like nobody in rock know me. And all I do on TV is like, yo, why I saying don't pick up to the VI. Mm-mm. That would I wouldn't like that. So I picked number one. Sorry, I take it back. Shit. <laughs> what about you, DJ? Okay. <clears throat> Is fame synonymous with wealth in this question? I'll say yeah. I don't know if okay. the person meant yes, but I'll say yeah. Um, I love home so much, but I would prefer to be more famous outside of home because of what we talked about earlier with people being entitled to 
you and your wealth and your, you know, like I genuinely want to help everybody, but then you kind of sometimes encounter those who take advantage of that generosity. You know what I mean? So then it's like, if I'm only famous in a VI, then I'm going to feel the need to give to every single body, even the ones who are being entitled. You know what I mean? Then I'm going to be depleted. Then I won't be feeling fulfilled. So I'd rather be super famous in the rest of the world it's a bigger market. That means more wealth. And just pour it in a VI wherever I see. Like, just share that wealth with the VI. I'd rather be famous elsewhere and then share the wealth that I amassed from that fame with the VI. Okay. Yeah. I would write that That's why I asked if wealth is synonymous with fame. Mm -hmm. Because if it is, then that means the VI market is so much smaller. So the wealth would be there, but it won't be, like, big. But if yeah. I'm mega famous everywhere else and my wealth is synonymous with that, then that means I have a lot to give to the VI. So I would rather be able to come home and still chill with people and lime with everybody that I've been liming with and nobody ain't treating me different, but I'm able to invest and buy back the block. You know what I mean? Like, so I'd rather be famous it, elsewhere. Okay, cool. Good idea. I like that's, that. That's a good answer. I think I would say the same thing too, mostly because... I, I love home and I would want to still be able to go home and interact with people. But yeah. fame in the Virgin Islands versus fame elsewhere, I feel like fame in the Virgin Islands don't give you as much. Like f- being well known in the Virgin Islands usually means like, okay, everybody know who you be. We like your song, them. We're going to ask no you for one. a bunch of shit. Right. <laughs> and we really ain't going to give you much. We ain't going to offer you no pay. We just, we're going to throw you in a tourism commercial. We're a bunch of light-skinned people, and that's going to be it. But in the States, you know, you you have fame. That means you have opportunities to do a bunch of other stuff. And like Deidre said, if I could pour back into the VI, even if nobody know I'm doing it, then that's probably why I would choose. Good answer. So I got about three more five. Okay. Next one is, would you rather have a career that requires you to talk to a bunch of people every day or a job that doesn't require you to interact with anybody at all? Um, bunch of people every day. I mean, that's my job now anyways. So mm-hmm. yeah, number one, for sure. You know what? A lot of people are going to be surprised by this answer because I'm a people person. I love to interact with people, but I also, I'm like, by the time I get done interacting with people, I'd literally be depleted, like, like a battery that just had the life sucked out of it. So if my profession required me to interact with people on a personal level every day, I don't know how I would function. I would rather my job require me to do nothing. That way I could pick and choose when to talk to people. So yeah, I choose for my work to not require me to interact directly with people. Because then on a personal level, I could pick and choose, you know, how often I want to interact with others. Before this pandemic, I would have said a job that don't require me to interact with nobody. But after this pandemic, I really thankful for my job. Really? <laughs> because that's that's the most interaction I don't get every day. Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I, I live with somebody, but outside of him, like when we were fully remote, I wasn't going mm-hmm. in and that was that shit was killing me. I was like, dude, mm. I just want to talk to somebody that ain't this dude. Like, please. I get that. Yeah, so, I get that. Yeah, I, I think. After this, I, I definitely, you know, want to interact with people and be around people. As long as they ain't stupid, I go. Right? So, let me see. Next question is, if you could choose any other island in either the Virgin Islands or BVI to be from, you can't pick your own, obviously. Which island would you pick and what? Tortola. I was like, Tortola, let's go. Tortola. Why Tortola? Why Tortola? Because black people... Black people just amazing over there. It reminds me of the Atlanta of the Caribbean. Black people own businesses. They just stick together. Ain't a lot of gun violence. Like, man over, yo, like 22 years old, 22 years old, and he have a $250,000 boat. Like, them little niggas over there gain money. Yeah. I love that place. Every time yeah. I go there, I just feel like black people, lessons overflowing in that place. And I love it. Yeah. So if I wasn't from Rock, I were going to be from Tola. Same. Like, me and Dama were just talking about our earlier, like, yo, like, dead ass. Like, if I move back home, I'm more likely to just move to Tortola. Like, like. Honestly, I, and the only reason I probably wouldn't pick Tortola, even though I, I, you know, starting to meet people from over there and interact with them and based on social media and everything, I just see Tortola lit for real. But because I haven't been there yet, which I should be ashamed of myself. I know I'm going to fix it soon. But I haven't been there yet. I would pick rock. Well, I mean, of course. I mean, 
Optimus plays in the whole wide world. Like it's awesome. So hey, hey, I see your face. I could see. No, you know what? My face is because of the gentrification. The gentrification is specifically why I wouldn't move to Rock right no, now. That's why you should move. That's why you should move to stop the gentrification. First of all, I can't afford it right now. I am. <laughs> Like literally cannot afford it, hence the you know the face. But also, the, I'm not in a space to be living around white people that live in rock because I'm likely to you know see hands on somebody. <laughs> I'm still working on myself, and if I live in rock the way rock there right now, I might be in prison for assaulting a white person. Okay. See, but but my my interaction and experiences with Saint Thomas. So for some background, when I turned 18 and I wanted to travel because I've always been somebody who just want to go places for no reason. My mother wasn't ready to let me go state by myself or any of those places by myself yet, right? So I would be like, all right, mommy, well, let me go hop on the seaplane and go St. Thomas. I get friends over there. Let me just go see other places besides St. Croix. And St. Thomas just became like, you know, my my getaway from St. Croix. And it was a short getaway, but like rock people lit. Like, I don't think people understand how lit St. Thomas is, especially for carnival. They carnival. Oh, yes. Oh, listen, listen. I mean, rock is lit. I love going to rock, but living in rock, I don't think I could live in rock. I don't think I could live in rock without... I, I think I could live. I think know, I would live there. An awful individual. So, last question. If you could only listen to either Calypso or Dancehall for the rest of your life. Dancehall. Dancehall? <laughs> you know, low-key, right? Especially, you know, because I don't, I don't always say in my head that Dexter Dance is like the Drake at Dancehall. I feel like Dancehall is even more versatile than it used to be when we were younger. So you could get a good love song in a Dancehall. <laughs> like, you could get so many different types of Dancehall, in my opinion. I could have a playlist for so many different moods, and it's all Dancehall. I probably gonna get cancelled for this, but I don't like Calypso at all. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't like none, nothing about it. I do, it's like it's like it's just a genre that ain't for me. And growing up in the Virgin Islands, my guess what? My problem for Carnival. Oh my God, them are gonna crucify me. My problem for Carnival always was I didn't. It wasn't enough variety of music as I never like Calypso. But in my defense, my mother or my father don't like Calypso, so they never played in the house. They never. So by the time I experienced it, I was like, yeah, nah, we don't do this at the Thomas residence. You know, me and my brother it wasn't our thing. So it would definitely be dancehall for me. Dan, you know, dancehall, dancehall, dancehall. Yeah, I I think I would pick the same thing. Not because I don't like Calypso, but because I's probably one of those people who I don't go out and try and listen to Calypso. You know, I was about to say I don't listen to Calypso. The only time, the only time I can is during Carnival. Like, <laughs> if it ain't Carnival, I, I don't be listening to Calypso. You know, yes, but like yes. sometimes I get my little mood, and I'd be like, oh, let me turn on a little, you know, let me turn on some vibes. You know, I don't listen to Calypso. Like, like I get my little soca Calypso playlist for when I want to walk out and burn some calories, but ain't to say like I sit in my bed like I want to relax. Let me listen to Calypso. Like, Does anybody who wants to relax listen to Calypso, Jay? Probably not. Probably not. I don't see how you can, but yeah, I, I would have definitely picked that answer. Wow. <laughs> we, we're, we're all getting canceled, you guys. Yeah, no, no shade to any other band man them. I respect you, but... You know, because they're coming for our necks now. We're going to just have to embrace our American or rest of the world fame because we're canceled no. after this one, you guys. I mean, even if they want to cancel me, that's what band bats are for. So that they could listen to our music on a consistent basis, and I could listen to our music for Carnival. You heard that? Shots were fired. <laughs> then a shot. Then I, I fully respect a band bats' autonomy to be a band bat. That's so. Yeah. I'm most of them proud of being a band bat. So you know, it takes a special skill to be a band bat. They have a whole have- song. Yeah, I've never acquired that skill. I don't really have interest in it. It's just not for me. But shout out to those who is for because. Y'all are y'all got y'all got it going on over there, you know? Y'all lit. Y'all lit. For sure. All right, Terrence. So before we end this podcast, is there anything you currently walking on? Anything you want the people to know about that you would like to share? Oh man, definitely, you know. Um I working on an album on my son. I excited about that. Cause uh, that coming soon. Um, me and my brother finally start the new uh, city album and we almost done. So I excited about people hearing that. Um, obviously I working on a bunch of people album right now, but I can't say the names of the people I working on because you know, um, none of it ain't finished yet, but I actually doing a lot and I can't, I, you know, 
I can't wait for people to hear the new music. I'm really excited. I think me and my brother in a great place creatively. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate you guys taking all the time. You know, I had a good time. This was fun. And yeah, Virgin Islands run things. I mean, literal facts. (laughs) And this was so good. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on, for being open to to joining the podcast. Deidre, thank you. This is Deidre's first season on the podcast as a co-host. I can't believe this season already over. I know. I don't want it to be over, but I'm also like looking forward to my trips. <laughs> yeah, we need we need a break. We need a we break. We need a break, but... y'all. Hey Isa to be walking nonstop. Like, y'all, hey Isa, I hate saying the term workaholic, but this girl'll be walking Aiza nonstop. Workaholic. I don't be like texting her like mama, take a break. Like, mama, I don't be begging <laughs> Hey Isa to just sit on. Like, hey Isa stays walking, y'all. Like, I, I love mean, it. Is is because this this podcast? I mean, this is my baby, but also it gets better every episode. I feel it gets better every season. So the only way it could get better is if you constantly researching, constantly working on stuff, constantly Indeed. trying to to make it better. So thank you to the audience. I mean, y'all, yep. it, the audience gets bigger every week. So thank you guys for listening, for sharing the podcast, for texting your friend them and making sure they listen to it too, for telling a man about it, whoever you tell about this podcast. You guys- Thank you. Deadass. Like, y'all are the bomb. And thank you guys for all the ratings on Apple. Like, I was reading them yesterday, and I was so touched. I was like, wait, people yeah. really fool with these, us. Like, these men are actually, like, rate Like, listen, I felt like, so thank you guys so much. You guys are really great. And you guys make doing this even more fun. Like, I look forward to the feedback. I look forward to people's opinions. I get dragged for the list episode because I learned <laughs> during the list episode that I have a list. And apparently my list is unrealistic. It's not because... Hmm, We'll talk about that. Okay. <laughs> but thank you guys for, for sharing your opinions, for listening, for being supportive to all of our guests throughout these last few episodes. Thank you guys so much for joining us. As always, you can connect with us on social media. Lotion your skin, mind your business. And drink home for carnival. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys. Bye. Good Up is hosted and produced by Deidre Ritter and Hey Isaac Quinones Ivory and is a proud member of the Kickin' It family. Find us on all social media platforms at GoodUpPod. Use hashtag GoodUpTuesday to continue the conversation and get access to exclusive bonus content at patreon.com slash GoodUpPodcast.